welcome to Kicking a Java Style with Cassie. Podcast. I just want to give you a heads up. There's a lot of background noise because I have window units and fans going because it's 104 degrees where we're at right now, and I just couldn't handle the sweating. I am going to look for a new location to record the next one, so I am so sorry about all the wind noise. Okay, so I have started my seventh season of Kicking It Java Style with Cassie podcast, but I'm now going to start putting it on video. Right now, because of allergies, I look like I'm on drugs or something. I don't know what's going on. When I had the camera flipped sideways on the iPad, I literally looked like I was cross-eyed and I could not figure out where to look at in the screen to not look cross-eyed. So for those of you who are listening by podcast, you probably are going, what are you talking about? Or you've experienced it and you know what I'm talking about. But I do not have any makeup on. I do not have my hair fixed. I have literally thrown on my baseball cap for going to cleaning because I cannot stand to clean toilets with my hair in my face. So might not make sense for those who are listening to podcasts because I'm literally talking about things visually, but we can use our imaginations and figure it out pretty much by experiences. So I, this is season seven, episode two. And last week I talked about grief. I told you all what was going on. If you did not listen to that podcast yet, go back to um, grief in the new season and listen to that. I am still in that season. Uh, Grief is hard. I was actually talking to my daughter this morning who's experienced some major grief in her life, and I said, you know, I feel like when you get to this point, you're a month or so in, and you start, you know, have to deal with their their items and, and, um, you know, maybe sharing with loved ones or you're cleaning out their space or you're making all these final things, it's almost like your heart feels like they're being erased, but they're not. Like, it's this horrible feeling. And so, uh, hold on. I'm going to have to come back because I got a text from a, a client. All right, I am back. So, um... I, I think I've told you, I have a cleaning business and an insurance business, so it's a little wild sometimes. Um, anyways, about the grief. So the season we're in now, you know, we're a month, a little over a month, five weeks in, and wishing that I had some kind of video or recording on my phone. I just don't want to, I don't want to forget things. I don't want to forget her voice. This is my best friend that passed away in a freak accident. I don't want to forget her voice. And I'm sitting here right now looking at my coffee bar where my mom had printed off a one and only picture I have of her in 30 years together. And it's hard. You know, this time and this season is hard. But during this season, I'm needing to get to a point where I begin to live again myself. And honestly, through the last several years, um, that's been hard. Like I went through the grief with the divorce and I started finding myself again and I was camping and I was doing this and that and, you know, readjusting and I'd had the conferences and I stopped my conferences and, you know, and I'm trying to just find my place and I've got all these animals and as, 
as I was beginning to truly walk out and, and try to discover what I wanted to do in this part of my life, then it's like the, I was kicked in the gut and the wind knocked out of me again. And so I have to move forward. And these are things that we have to do when we're walking through seasons of grief or depression. And I feel like right now that is the cycle of the grief that I'm in because you have anger, uh, bargaining, uh, depression, I've actually forgotten what they were, but there's a few different ones. And I feel like I'm struggling with the depression one. Now, I do seasonal depression. Most people do that, you know, different seasons of the year. Mine is end of July, mid-July through till it's cool again. I, I hate hot summer. I just, I do. And so I will struggle with a little bit of depression because I don't want to be outside, which is my favorite place because it's too hot. And then I top it with the loss of my person and that makes it even harder. So these are, these are things that I'm working on. Um, I have started back with life insurance and I'm really wanting to build that. So I'm trying to stay really focused on education, uh, learning more social media skills, and I'm really trying to push myself. The one area that I have told you all over and over that I have trouble with is the, the working out and getting healthy. And that's because I'm mentally and emotionally damage my own body when I'm going through stuff. And that's just ridiculous. So that is something I'm working on. My daughter and my son-in-law are coaches in that area. And um, my daughter-in-law and my son, they're all into uh, physical uh, working out and eating healthy. And so do I want to leave this world unhealthy and and die a miserable you know, being miserable and physically ill, or do I want to live it to the fullest until it's my time to not be here? So I really want to work on that. And it's so weird doing this. Um, I, I'm not even set up right. And so that's, I, I don't care. You know what? I don't care. It, it'll be all right. I'm not set up right for the videos, what I'm trying to say, but it's going to be okay. I'll figure it all out. Um, I just want to, you know, I just want to encourage you Whatever you're walking through, please don't stop walking. So yesterday I heard uh, Jennifer Allwood, I believe it was Jennifer, I listened to a lot of different people, and they were talking about how being stuck, it was Jennifer, being stuck in a, in a same place and talking about a pond that doesn't have any flow of water and how mossy and how gross it gets. And that's where I've been. I've been stuck. And so I begin to grow nasty stuff in my life, gross um, stuff that is offensive in my life because I got stuck. And this was long before my friend uh, had her accident. I, I've been stuck for about a year and a half. And you think when you're not moving forward and you're just staying still that that's okay, but you're not just staying still. You're growing uh, lethargic. You're growing um, almost cold sometimes. You're growing things that are bad attitudes. And we, and so in this analogy of the pond, I could see where my life was like that. So I was talking about it with some Bible study group people, and they were talking about how in a river or a stream of running water, the water keeps the rocks moving. And it keeps water moving over it, and it cleans off the algae a little bit more. And it makes it not so slippery on a rock. And I said, you know, that, 
that makes a lot of sense. And they were talking about keeping things moving. Let God keep things moving in your life. Well, it makes a lot of sense to me because I was at, and I'm not really sure what body of water I was in. I don't know if it was a creek or a river or whatever. It was Spavanaugh, Oklahoma, if you've ever been there. I don't know my water bodies and how they flow. But so I'm at Spavanaugh and I was walking and I stepped up on a big rock in the water. Now, most of the rocks there were cleaned off. They weren't like this, but there was a couple of big rocks that must not have been getting cleaned. And I slipped, not once, but twice. It was like I was running in place, trying to go forward and then falling forward and losing my footage. Now, if Christ is my rock on which I stand, and I'm supposed to be an example of him, I'm supposed to be a rock that people can depend upon to know that God's got them and that they can do what God's called them to do, right? So if I'm a rock that has nasty algae and slime on me and bad attitudes and gossip and backbiting and judging and all the things that have gotten in my mind over the last year and a half with me just not moving forward, guess what's happening? People are going to slip on me. I'm going to influence other people to not go forward, to not dream, to not fulfill their purpose, to not have hope. So I no longer want to be full of this bad stuff, this algae, this stuff that's caused from not having a flowing flow in your life, a continual flow of moving forward, a continual flow of growing in God, a continual flow of educating yourself, a continual flow of having better attitudes, better mindsets, better habits. So I'm allowing my daughter and my son-in-law to develop a program for me. It's going to be hard because I don't like to be told what to do, but apparently I'm going to have to have help to go forward. Whatever you are stuck at, whatever you're stuck at, get help. If you have to pay a life coach, a counselor, join a Facebook group, um, get some people together for coffee, for accountability, whatever you have to do to go forward and get that water flowing over you so that you're not a slippery rock for other people and that you're not slipping all the time yourself on this, do it. You can do it, okay? There's lots of help out there. Uh, even if you have to pay for it, there's help. If you're on low income, there are counselors that are, are income-based. Um, there are pastors. There are groups, accountability groups. There are Celebrate Recovery groups. There's all kinds of places that we can get help. And like my daughter said, how bad do I want it? That's what it all matters or boils down to. That's what matters is our want to. Anyways, I'm going to get off here. Uh, I will try to make this more professional as we go along, and I hope you guys have a blessed week.